Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Allen Derry, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Doc Griggs, and I'm a community medicine doctor and health literacy expert. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician, that's me, and a health literacy and communications expert, that's me, talk about what you need to know about COVID-19. You can find more information about this show and our other daily live updates and Q&A show at noisefiltershow.com. So let's get started. Hi, I'm Hope, one of the writers for the Noise Filter Podcast. Like many of you listening, I have had a loved one contract coronavirus and have a rough time of it. It's an experience I wish none of us had to go through. As we continue on with this pandemic, it's important to recognize that this virus affects everyone, not just the person that's infected. So over the next couple of weeks, you will hear firsthand accounts from the caregivers of people that have been infected with coronavirus. I hope that you hear their stories and do everything you can not to put your loved ones through the same thing. Okay, so joining us today is Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi. Thank you for taking the time to do this with me. Sure. So who was the person that contracted coronavirus in your life? My husband. Okay. Casey. Your, your husband, Casey. Okay. And you served as the caregiver? Yes. Okay. So let's start at the beginning. How did that conversation go when he told you that he tested positive for the virus? Well, he was at work and um, he works in a assisted living facility and they had mandatory testing weekly. And he went to work like normal that day. And he called me about 930 in the morning and he was like, well, I'm positive for COVID. I'm on my way home. I'm going to move upstairs and like started running through the scenario with me of what was going to happen and, you know, keep the kids down here, put this upstairs for me and gave me a list of supplies that he was going to need. And we just had to like jump into go mode. Mm -hmm. So how did he feel though? Like when he found out that he had it, what did he say to you? He was very upset. He was scared mostly because it meant two weeks off of work. Mm -hmm. for him and with everything shutting down mm -hmm. he's only been working two maybe three hours a day mm -hmm. because they don't have the patience because all you know hips and knees and all that is considered elective surgery mm -hmm. so he hasn't been able to do the therapies um in you know quantity like he has been and he had already burned through most of his pto trying to supplement his paycheck Right. So here we were. I wasn't able to work because the schools were closed mm -hmm. and he was home for two weeks. So it was kind of like, what do we do now? Yeah. That uh, worrying about how to make ends meet during this time. Mm -hmm. That's another worry. Right. So how did you feel about it when he told you? At first, I was just, I jumped into survival mode, you know, like, okay, I need to wash the sheets. I need to, you know, get the kids out of the way. I need to have stuff in place. And I didn't have time to think about it really until that first night when he got home and, you know, we, we spent our time FaceTiming, like he was upstairs. We moved the kids downstairs and we were FaceTiming. And then it finally, I was like, well, this is really going to suck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like this is hard. Mm -hmm. the kids can't go upstairs and get anything. If they forgot it, it's up there for two weeks now. Mm -hmm. He can't come down here. I can't 
you know, I don't have my, my helpmate, you know, cause he does, he helps with things around the house. So I'm like, it's all me right now. Right. So how was it for the two weeks that he was quarantining? How did it go for you? It was hard. It was really hard and it was hard mentally, but I think a lot of it was because it was so hard on him mentally. Mm-hmm. Like he struggled a lot with, you know, depression and anxiety. And, you know, I was trying to keep myself going and trying to keep him going too. Right. So the way he was feeling really affected you and probably your kids too. It was my son, actually, when I told him that, you know, I was like, daddy's got the Corona. He lost it. He just busted out crying. Oh no. Yeah. It was hard on him because they're tight. They're like best buddies Mm -hmm. and he didn't have his buddy. Was Casey symptomatic at all? No, he was asymptomatic. Asymptomatic, okay. Yes, luckily, but... Right. So talk to me about, like, the adjustments that you had to make, you and your kids. Tell me about those adjustments you had to make. Oh, everything flipped upside down at this point. We couldn't go to the grocery store. My nephew had his birthday during our quarantine. We couldn't go to his birthday. I was supposed to make his birthday cake for him. We only have one bedroom downstairs, so we had to pack all the kids stuff up and the three of us slept in my bedroom for two weeks and I don't sleep good when the kids are in my bed. <laughs> They're bed hogs. <laughs> so it was, it completely turned everything upside down. 100%. Luckily, I mean, I have a great family support system. So, you know, everybody was calling me or texting me. What do you need? Do you need me to drop something off for you? I'm going to the grocery store. What can I get for you? People were leaving stuff on the porch for us. And they even, they brought my nephew's birthday party to the front yard. So we were, (laughs) we were able to stand on the porch and tell him happy birthday. So. Oh, that's nice. So yes. Normalcy. Yeah. Yeah. They worked hard to include us as best we could figure out how to be included. Mm -hmm. Good. That family support is so important especially on the caregiver too like right know that you're not in it alone yeah so how's Casey now he's fine he's fine (laughs) good (laughs) he's fine he's still stressed out about it because when he went back to work they put him on the COVID hall so he dealt with nothing but COVID patients because you know you have the antibodies apparently Mm -hmm. and then it was about was it about a month ago I guess somebody at work came down with it and Casey I think he stressed himself into a fever that night and he was like oh my gosh what if that other test was false and I actually do have it now and then I spent all this time on the COVID floor and like we went through all the emotions again until he got tested at work the next day and it came back negative right And so as a caregiver, you share in that anxiety just as much as he does. Oh my gosh. Yes. So much anxiety. I was like, what are we going to do? What do do we do again? Because then I can't work again and he can't work again. And what are we going to do? So what would you tell anyone that's listening now? What would you tell them about your experience and what to do moving forward? Take your vitamins (laughs) (laughs) and reach out. You're not in it alone. There, you know, so many people have gone through this with you. Find somebody that you know that's gone through it. Talk to them. You get out your feelings and emotions. 
have a backup plan in place. Set those, this is what's going to happen should somebody in the house come down with it. Mm-hmm. Is that what you did, Amanda? You said, you know, make sure not to keep it bottled inside. Did you keep it bottled inside or were you able to express to... I, I was able to express some of it to him because we did... Um, that was our line of communication. We FaceTimed mm-hmm. a lot and he could tell... He was like, what's wrong? Tell me what's going on. And we were able, you know, I'd be like, okay, well, this is what's wrong today. And I, I'm worried about this and I'm worried about that. And, you know, so I was able to get all of my worries out, even at, as illogical as they sounded when they came out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, they were, they were still concerns and worries. That's right. They were valid for you at the time. That's right. They were. Yes. Well, I'm so glad that you guys made it through. You made it to the other side and everybody is okay. Yes, me too. Just as a reminder that COVID-19 and the human immunodeficiency virus do share the same risk factors. Doc Griggs. Thanks for listening to the Noise Filter Daily Podcast. Dr. Derry and I have a daily show at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time where we go into more detail on stories and answer your questions about COVID-19. You can find Doc Griggs at DocGriggs1 on social media, and you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at D-R-D-E-R-Y. You can follow us at Noise Filter on Instagram, Noise Filter NOLA on Twitter, and for more information about us and the show, you can go to NoiseFilterShow.com. Hey, Doc Griggs, any last words? Remember, get checked, get fit, get moving. And remember to get some rest to boost your immune system. And Doc, protect yourself and others by staying home and please wear masks when you go outside. Remember, health is a human right.